The Guardian. Hi, this is Jonas. I'm here with the Guardian Children's Books podcast, and I'm here with a group of young people from from Bristol. And uh, we're going to start off with a test. You are going to try to pronounce my name correctly because I'm not, as you probably can tell, I'm not English. I'm from a small country called Norway. How do you think my name is uh, pronounced? Well, my mum looked it up and she thinks you pronounce it you. That's pretty close. That's my first name and my surname. I cannot remember. No, me neither. Actually, it's a uh, it's a uh, it's a bit confusing because I've been traveling to so many countries and they pronounce it quite differently from country to country. So I have sort of a pronunciation which I use in Norway and then one for every country. In England, it's normally just Nespo. So I I, I do remember the English one. But how do you think it's pronounced in, in Norwegian? Any suggestions? N e s b o. No, that last letter is very strange. An O with a sort of a slash. And and that's E in Norwegian. I'm going to pronounce it for you. It's Junesbø. Yeah, that's pretty close. Not bad. Okay, let's talk about uh, Dr. Proctor. What do you say? Yeah. I'm Rowan. When you wake up in the morning, how do you decide whether to be... a crime writer for adults or a children's author? Does it depend on which side of the bed you get out of? Uh, Good question. It may depend on which side of the bed I slept on. I know instantly when I wake up whether it's going to be a crime writing day or um, uh, Dr. Proctor's writing day. But I don't know why. Maybe in something I dreamt during the night. I'm not sure. I'm Ella. Which do you enjoy more, writing more, <coughs> children's books or adult ones? I enjoy the children's books more. It's it's more fun. It's like when I write uh, the adults' books about uh, Harry Hole. It's it's you know a big plot with many people in it, and it's so much going on. It sometimes feel like trying to conduct a, a symphony orchestra while uh, writing about Dr. Proctor. It's more like playing with my band, you know, um, a drummer and a bass player and a guitarist and me singing. And so we can improvise more and and have more fun and we don't have to plan that much. But it's still difficult. I mean, uh, you children, you are not easy to please. So I, I have to be at my best all the time. I'm Kieran. Why don't you have a picture of yourself and some information of yourself at the back of the book? I agree. I think I should 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 have that. My my publisher is here, so uh, I'll I'll ask her, and I'll we can say please. Can I have a big picture of myself, looking my best, and and some really detailed information about myself? I think people would be interested in that. Less about Dr. Proctor, more about me. I think that's uh, we'll focus on that for the next book. I'm Tara. Do you write somewhere special? If so. What is it like? If, if I write somewhere special? Oh, yeah. Um, well, it's very strange because I have this big room at home with a big desk and a big laptop 
and a view of the city which is should be perfect for writing but for some strange reason i find it very difficult to write there so i will go outside to a coffee shop or something and sit where there's people i have this tiny place where they they know i'm uh, i'm going there coming there to write so uh, often they will they, there's a special table that i like to sit at and sometimes people are very friendly so they will finish their coffee and 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 move because you know that's my table so i will sit there but i also like i travel a lot because i have to because of my books and to speak to journalists and to you know children like you and uh, and people and then i like to write in um, airports and on airplanes and on trains not on buses and cars but uh, trains are great for writing I'm Ella. Can you tell us why Nilly is so small? He is such a big character and acts like a big man. We often forget that he is tiny. Hmm. The reason was that when I came up with the idea for um, the Dr. Proctor series, my daughter, she suggested uh, certain things that she wanted in the story. First of all, she wanted the dinosaur. She didn't get the dinosaur. And she wanted the potatoes. She didn't get the potato either. But then she wanted the mad professor, which she got. And then she wanted a really nice girl that looked a bit like her, which is Lisa. She got that too. And she didn't really want the farting. I wanted the farting. And then she, at the time, she was a bit afraid of boys. So she wanted the boy in the story, but she wanted to, the boy to be much smaller than the girl. So that's why I came up with Nelly, who is really, really tiny. In our new book, The Great Gold Robbery, you take Dr. Proctor, Nelly and Lisa to England, Great and Small Britain. What m made you choose to do that? I guess one of the reasons was that I went to England when I was... I was young, so my parents took me to, to England, so, so I've always been fascinated with uh, London and uh, England. And also there, there are so many you know, famous places in London that you don't have to be English to have an idea what Big Ben is like or uh, what going to Wembley Stadium is about. You know, most kids around the world know something about England and, uh, and London. I'm Rowan. Do you love or hate moustaches? We have noted noticed the appearance of some interesting ones in the books. Yeah. You know, there's this area in the middle of Norway, a town called Trondheim, where for some reason all the men there seem to have moustaches and, and even some of the women. I don't know why, but, but these, these guys, these police officers, they are probably from that area because there's a lot of police officers coming from that area too they will sort of be police officers all over the country but they were all born in the same place and i think some, most of them were born with moustaches i'm ella how do you manage to dream up all the crazy funny things like moon chameleons balancing shoes and fart powder to name only a few i think that is exactly what i do i i dream them up i wake up in the morning and um, they are there I, I, I don't know where they came from, but suddenly they're just there. I'm Tara. Would you like to try out fart powder? I would. I definitely would. You know, I'm, the original fart powder was quite boring because that was made to make people not fart, you know, that they would buy it before they went to, you know, 
funerals and serious occasions like that. But it was much more fun when Nelly reversed the formula so the powder would make you fart like really loudly. And do any of you have brothers? Okay, some of you, three of you have brothers. And you know, I, I grew up with two brothers, so we were three brothers. And I don't know about girls, but brothers, they all like farting. So I grew up, we were farting all the time, you know. It was a never-ending farting competition. Um, <laughs> my mother didn't like that very much. But my, my father would sometimes, when my mother wasn't there, he would sometimes join in. I'm Kieran. Most of your books involve a Norwegian sewer. Is there a reason for this? No, it was just I wanted a sewer in the, in the story. I'm sure there is a sewer. I, I mean, I know there is a sewer, and I know there's lots of rats down there because there was um, on the TV, some people went down into the sewer, and there were lots of rats down there. I, I, I Maybe that's what inspired the sewer in the, in the story. And, of course, in my story, there are lots of rats and there are a Mongolian water rat there, you know, the size of a human being. They haven't proved that there are Mongolian water rats down in the sewer in Oslo, but uh, I think it's just a matter of time before they prove that there's lots of Mongolian water rats down there. I'm Ella. Are the books based on your childhood? We like the way you deal with bullying. Did you know a Charles and Trim when you were little? Yeah, I've known a couple of them. And the bad thing is that they are big and they are strong. The good thing is that they are usually very stupid, just like in the book. So they are, they are easy to fool, you know. So um, I guess I did the same thing that Nilly does. He, he uses his brain to fool them and to trick them and, and to win. I'm Rowan. Of the books you have written, do you have a favourite? No, that would be like asking if I have a favourite son or daughter. I don't. I, I like them all for different reasons. I'm Kieran. Will you ever write a book about animals you wish didn't exist? I've been thinking about that. The book, Animals You Wish Didn't Exist, nearly claims that he, his grandfather wrote that book and it's 600 pages thick with all kinds of strange animals. And um, in Oslo, there's an exhibition with these some of these animals and uh, if you're ever in Oslo you should come and see that uh, exhibition it's lots of crazy and scary animals we'll see I'm Kieran you speak perfect English but do you write your books in Norwegian I do thank you so much for saying that but uh, I guess you can tell I don't speak perfect English I speak English with a thick Norwegian accent and sometimes I, I can't even find the words in English so I have to, to, to ask either you guys or somebody else you know for the right words uh, and that means I, I don't really write in English either I get the spelling wrong and I, again I can't really find the words I'm much better in, uh, in Norwegian so uh, I was wishing before you came here that you would all speak Norwegian but uh, I, somebody told me that you're from Bristol so don't speak Norwegian and that's all the questions we've had. Thank but you. Thank you so much. You've been very clever and I'm very impressed with, um, with the questions and your insights uh, in my writing. Thank you. For more great downloads, go to theguardian.com slash audio.